Welcome to Snakes and Otters, a pointless discussion of eternal questions. Get ready, we're about to live in your head rent-free. Welcome to episode 100. Woohoo! 100! I am Martin. And I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. So, uh, listeners, um, this is episode 100, very special, uh, the century mark. We're very excited about it. Uh, we're doing a little bit of a swap Normally, this would be the pop culture spot, but we've slid that to next week uh, for the fifth Friday, and we've moved the Hoopajoo forward one week so that we could do a fun episode 100. Hoopajoo! Hoopajoo! Hoopajoo. Hoopajoo. Yeah. You know, although, given the cultural force that we are, we could very well have done our retrospective in the pop culture slot, now that I think about it. Oh, but you are very wise, sir. <laughs> yes, you are correct. I like that a lot. Here's your $5. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Yes. Uh, Slip us a flip few shekels, would you? Yes. So, episode 100. I guess we better start a little bit at the beginning. And we want to tell a little bit of the story about how this came about. Uh, we mentioned little short versions of this, but... And this will be short, too. Yeah, essentially... Oh, yes, we prepped Martin because we know he's excited. <laughs> he's going to go long if we're not careful, so don't worry. Yes. If you... And it gives Francis great joy to say that about someone else. That's <laughs> correct. That's right. Because well, if you hear us give the code words, skip a bit, brother, you know you've gone too long. Yeah. So, because normally we, we, we kind of hold Francis off till the end and let him, let him run with something uh, uh, and be expansive uh, when it's something he's passionate about. But... We've been planning this for a long time. Uh, you know, here we've we've really been running this now since 2019. Yep. But it, it goes back farther than that. But eventually, we would say, "Well, then let's stop talking about it and let's do it." And that became kind of a a thing that's woven through the episodes. Yes. This sort of idea between talking and doing that. There's there's value to both, right? But isolated, they're they're a fart in a whirlwind. You know, you got to do both. You got a good image, yeah. Yeah, you got to talk them up and then act. Yes. So we we finally acted. Uh, I think we planned most of it out in a Kroger in Fern Creek. We did, we did. <laughs> so the, the whole discussion really though did start over lunch. Well, the the discussion prior to the initial, this we're gonna do this. Uh, because we were Chinese, we're having Chinese, which is one of our favorite kinds of uh, yeah, that's our thing to, have. to do is Chinese food lunch. Uh, and uh, we hadn't gotten together in a while, so we did, and we were having lunch, and that was it. it was just it was just lunch that day for whatever reason, and we were talking about as we have been so often want to do, man, we should record these things because we these discussions that we have mm-hmm. on the show are the same damn discussions we have. When we're not on the show. Oh, yeah, and for years, for years, years. Oh, yeah. I mean, we would we would sit in restaurants having lunch, and then we'd like look at our watch and say, "Well, we've been here like two hours, so I think we probably all let these folks have this table." That's right. Come back <laughs> and clean up after us. Here's a little extra tip. <laughs> so, well, yeah. When we all three of us work downtown, <clears> we would meet regularly there, and those were some of the best discussions. Of course. You know, it was it was limited because you only had a certain amount of time, but yeah. uh, those were great, and that's kind yeah. of the genesis of this goes way back, uh, even it, before that. I mean, absolutely. You know, I mean, literally for 20, 30 years, we've been saying stuff like that. I mean, you yeah. know, these are the type of discussions we have. We get philosophical, we get deep, we talk. 
Now, granted, on the show, we don't talk politics, but we would talk politics, we'd talk religion, we'd talk history, philosophy. Mm-hmm. Uh, religion always, always sports. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pop culture. Yeah, pop religion culture. always featured hugely. Yeah. Yes. Because we... Or kind of almost by default, it's going to yeah, be sure. but, but it would really be an exploration of what it meant to be faithful yeah. and stuff like that. What it meant to be human, too. Yeah. And, yeah. and again, you know, sit in China in for two hours, two and a half hours. It's like, well... We, we, we better go because Penny needs a table back. <laughs> oh, yes, those were the days. We gentlemen. love China oh, Inn. Yes. So. Uh, may so, China Inn rest in peace. Yeah. That's right. But we, we got up from lunch. I think Francis had to run. I did, yes. yes I did. Uh, and we were talking about what's it take. And I had already done some, uh, some work on setting up some stuff, which I'm only intermittently doing episodes on some other stuff that I'm working on. But I already had a microphone... Yep. And already had done some of the initial tech stuff. Yeah, the exploring the hosting end of it a little yeah. bit. You had that yeah. set. So you and I started, I had to make a grocery run for the wife, I think, pick up a couple of things. So we looked like a couple and we went over to Kroger. <laughs> <laughs> so Robert and I uh, walked through the Kroger and went, okay, well, we need to do this. We need to do this. What are we going to call it? And are we going to use our names or are we going to come up with Noms to Pod? And I think I think going with the noms to pod turned out to be genius. Oh, I think so too. Because it so too. Uh, well, it worked out. It so. gives us personas that are kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. So Francis is of course Francis de Sales. Francis de Sales. Uh, yes, the great uh, Jesuit founder from uh, uh, from the 16th, 15th century uh, remade the church with the idea of wisdom and yeah. intellectual and education. All those things were very important. Yeah, an intellectual exploration of the faith, kind of. Right, yeah, exactly. How to to bolster the faith through... It wasn't just that. It was like uh, recognizing that education has its own value, and we are called to that. We are called to... Yeah, that's... Hey, we can go on a long time, but I'm not going to. And then Robert is... Uh, From St. Robert Bellarmine, which was the obvious (laughs) choice for me, because for a couple of reasons... He was the leading force of the uh, counter um, uh, reformation. Reformation. See, I wasn't want to call it the re- uh, rebellion. The counter, re- yeah, the, the counter rebellion. Yeah. Uh, but uh, he was the leading intellectual force behind the counter reformation. Uh, he was uh, an intellectual giant of his day. Yeah. And not that I'm ascribing that to myself. It's just that he is one of those men that I think is. Uh, from both a faith perspective and an intellectual perspective, worthy of looking up to. Mm-hmm. And plus, it's Bellarmine. Yeah, it's that's Bellarmine. Where we, that's yeah. where we went to, all went to college. Yeah, I mean, how can you not met. like that? Yeah, so it would. So it was the Bellarmine in. angle, yeah. And then as the non Catholic, <laughs> I took on the persona of Martin Luther. You know, so that idea of I'm banging the theses to the door of uh, the church at Wittenberg and, and you know, puncturing a few things here and there i'm the heathen and i you know i'm, I'm the guy that kind of likes to skewer things you do but you know what i've said this many times you're more catholic than a lot of people who claim to be catholic <laughs> there's truth to that yes absolutely and, and your uh and a lot of your uh, moral reasoning yeah. So, well, you know, constant exposure does result in a certain degree of contamination. Well, and truth sure. is truth. Well, truth is truth <laughs> is what I like to think. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, Absolutely. Yeah, you know, when you reveal the truth, then people right. have to uh, sign on. So, right. well, I was quoting Spock because yes. because I do it because I can. Yeah. 
So Martin Luther, Robert Bellarmine, and Francis de Sales. Yeah. Oddly enough, these are they're not contemporaries. No. But they're all within a relatively close historical time period. Yeah. I mean, they are not uh, they're not modern in the sense that they're twentieth century figures, and they're not from the same century, but they're all in a in a relatively Luther long Luther period. and Bellarmine would be probably the closest to Right, but I think Luther would have been dead by the time the Counter Reformation and and the uh, uh, the Church Council really got off the ground. Right, but, but De Sales would be the after that. Yes, yeah, is after that. Okay, yeah. um, and then the name Snakes and Otters. It, yes. It's you know it kind of had to be that. Of course, that stems from strength and honor. Yes. Uh, as soon as we saw the two thousand one um, film Gladiator, mm-hmm. the Ridley Scott classic, I always call it. Uh, we we adopted strength and honor all the time. Yeah, and it wasn't congratulatory. It was always sort of this admonition, almost mm-hmm. exhortation, exhortation well, and, and to each other. And that's the way it's used in the uh, the way we saw it used in the movie. Yeah, yeah. It, it's meant as may you have strength and right. honor. And may you yeah, act ex- with strength. Right, with strength Go out and be this and do this. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and it's it's woven through us now pretty solidly. Yes, and as my as uh, Mrs. Robert likes for me to point out, she was the one who bastardized strength and honor into snakes and otters. Honestly, I remembered it as it, maybe my daughter did have something to do with it. So I think in the past we have incorrectly attributed that to my daughter not being able to say. Snake, oh. Strength and honor. Well, I've been spreading the gospel incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you know, like I said. It, it, it's a fuzzy memory. It is it, 20 years ago. It is 20 years ago. But my if my wife claims that, who am I to disagree? And who are we and, to disagree? And I, I want to also yes. uh, strongly express my admiration for uh, Mrs. Robert. Yes. Because she is an expert at putting a pin <laughs> in all three of us. Well, I think all of our wives are very good at that. Yes. I guess certainly Mrs. Francis is, is an expert at such things. Yes. It's her rapier-like wit. Bing! It's done. <laughs> Which you know that's good. I mean, the the ability to see that both sides of that is is a fun part of kind of who we are. Now, yeah. something I appreciate that we can take it seriously, but also can see, yeah, sure, fun, lampoon it. It's okay. We don't right. mind, and, right? And we we certainly see that. Well, you know, if we took ourselves too seriously, we would start. Being the things we rail against in, in many ways. Well, we'd also be, as my grandfather used to say, drier than a popcorn fart. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, who, want, who wants I that? that? Yeah. Well, I, I, this just kind of came to me. It's uh, it's one of his that he used many, many years ago, but it does work in the right occasion. I love that. Yeah. You know, if, if we were serious all the time, this would be a boring podcast. I mean, it may be a boring podcast anyways to some people. <laughs> But we, we have fun. fun. We Even when we fun. get serious yep. at the end, which is where it usually happens when we're tying stuff together, yeah. it's still fun along the way. Well, we want to make you think and have fun too. Yeah. And uh, have a glass of bourbon along the way, perhaps. Yes. So, yes, the idea was to take a little bit of the pomposity, I guess, out of strength and honor and turn into snakes and otters. So thanks to Mrs. Robert for that. I will convey the thanks to her uh, and make sure she knows that we gave her proper credit today. And, you know, I think that's a great way to put it, that that pomposity, because, you know, as I said, if we take ourselves too seriously, we we become what we've often railed against. And I think that's a lot of what's wrong with what goes on is that pomposity. People just get so full of themselves 
and they can't examine things from all sides. Yeah. And I think that's one of the great things about us yeah. is that we will examine as many of the sides of a particular issue as we can. Yeah, we don't allow ourselves to be hijacked yeah. uh, and easily offended. Uh, we try to recognize that we're all honest people trying to honestly make our way through life. And, you know, what's important about that? Wow, he's willing to give people a lot more credit than I am. Well, us all being honest. <laughs> you guys know I'm an optimist. The eternal optimist. Very I'm an optimist, so. but, I am also, but I also recognize that not everybody is me. Oh, well, I'm, I'm very, very naive, too. <laughs> I've been told that more than a few times. Well, you know. There's, that's okay. You know, I'd like to think so. Naivete is not necessarily a bad thing because it it, it, it lends a bit of uh, honest uh, innocence in, in a way. I think it's a good uh, yeah, way oh, well, I definitely but, got that, yeah. Yeah, trusting people will make you a happier person than not trusting people. Right. Well, I'm generally that, yeah. Because you only you are only sometimes disappointed as opposed to always disappointed. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you go in expecting to be disappointed, that's a pretty miserable life. Yeah, yeah so logic so, would support that. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's the beginnings. Uh, and you notice, listeners, that we planned out a lot of stuff, but we really didn't plan what we were going to talk about, which is kind of the important part. Well, it's because all of our discussions <laughs> happened, you know, kind of haphazardly. Well, we never we're, got together going. planning to talk about stuff. I mean, one of us might have said, oh, I want to talk to you guys about this. But it was always... It may have started there, but it never stayed there. Right, never stayed there. It was and always very organic. Just Very much we so. We sat down and started stuffing our face, and then we'd... You know, you know I, I just finished a book or something. Hey, did you guys hear about this? Yeah. Or yeah. whatever. Yeah. So oh, I, I got to yeah. tell you about this. Sometimes it was self-serving. You know, hey, I just did this or just did that. But that's what friends are about, yeah. right? You can talk to your friends about that stuff. And, yeah. In a way, I sometimes miss that. You know, yeah. when we... I mean, I love the fact that we get together for the podcast. But we don't get together that often just to shoot the breeze anymore. We don't self-congratulate near enough? <laughs> no, 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 no. No, it's not even that. It's just, you know... Granted, at our at our point in our lives, it's difficult to get together like we did when we were younger. Although with all of us, you know, our kids are pretty well self-entertaining or out of the house. Yeah. yeah. Um, so really, there's no reason why we couldn't, except you know, you're still other things you got to do. I mean, you, you guys know what I'm saying, though. We don't have yeah. the organic discussions. Well, we spent and ten hours in the car the other day. We did. <laughs> so we did. Although the ride home was fairly quiet. Yeah, we listened to a lot of Tim Wilson, <laughs> which was, was awesome. Well, you know, it, was a, it was a long day. It it's was. Okay. Yeah. It was a long but day. we're not old. I'll say that again. I'll, I'll repeat that. We're not old yet. So, no. Uh, no. I, in Remember, fact, my definition of old is anybody who's at least 10 years older than me. Well, I, I, I have discovered something, too. And, I, and this is kind of in, in line with what we're going to talk about when we talk about the structure, how we came up with pop culture. If you can talk pop culture in a cognizant way, you're not old. Have you ever noticed that old people can't do that? Well, they, they can, but they talk about pop culture from, you know... Well, correct, but it's not pop anymore. It's it's Well, it was, so. Well, I know, yeah. I'm but, talking about some, you know... Old people don't watch new, cool shows like we Well, do. some millennials would say we're still not talking pop culture. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and perhaps so, yes. Uh, That's what I'm saying. You know, pop culture TikTok, is a yes. perspective. Because pop culture, to somebody who's 60, you know, they still... There's still stuff that goes on. They don't, they're not mired in the past. Right. They're, just, sure. they're paying attention to different things. Right. Well, now, you know. We I are, would like to think we pay attention to things that a broad range of ages Very much do. so. Well, you know, WandaVision was, was awesome. And the whole world was talking about it. We were totally into that. You know, I'm thinking, okay, we're talking. Again, we didn't talk about it on the show. but <laughs> No, that's okay. You know, well, we've talked about the MCU a lot. And, you know, yes. we'll get back to it, as we always will. Yeah. 
Well, that's like the next thing and it kind of in the clip show was, okay, we started out with, we don't know what we're going to talk about, but okay, first couple episodes were Martin read a book and knew it would be in these guys' wheelhouse. Yeah, that's And what that was with. early stuff on, and then we knew we needed to really early on do a comic book episode. Right. Mm-hmm. World War One was one that we'd all been talking about a lot. I know Robert wasn't as much into it at first, but... Well, as far as the show goes, I think we just spent an inordinate amount of time early on. Well, I mean, it was World just... That's it, all. It was kind of one of those things like, oh, man, I want to talk about this, you know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's like you've got so many things you want to write into the book or whatever, and, and you just kind of start throwing things up against the wall. Right, but I didn't want to pigeonhole us, and that was Absolutely. the Absolutely. That's yeah. right. Which we didn't. We, I think we, uh, we... Well, we got out of that very, you know, quickly enough. Yeah. Once we started yeah. doing more regular episodes. Because also, if you look at the publication dates on our, on our episodes, there's some gaps in there's those early episodes. We were, we were kind of retooling and figuring out, well, what do well, we Well, there was be? a lot of, hey, maybe we should get together and do an episode. It's been three months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, we didn't... That, that initial burst of creativity, we kind of had that letdown afterwards and kind of... Yeah, you, you kind of get it all out. Yeah, we had to sort of figure out, okay, well, we did the British Navy, we did World War One, We did some comic We did a comic stuff. book. That was a good switch. So now what? Okay, and then so... Francis, I think you were the one who's like, hey, stop farting around. Let's, we're we're going to publish... We're going to publish every week, not every right. month. That's right, yeah. Because I think my initial thing was, well, we got to at least do once a month. And you're like, no, we can do better. Right, yeah. It's got to be once a week. Once a week, and then stop farting around and let's do that. Right, which requires planning. And yes. from there, that's when we realize, okay, if we're going to plan, then what's our structure? And that's when we realize, well, we've talked about pop culture. We've talked about history. Those are obvious ones. And I remember one of the things that really... Uh, and I, I read a book on Voltaire, and I and I was just thinking, Martin's going to love this, I know. So I told him, <laughs> and I, I said, I, I'd, I'd like to talk about Voltaire. And you said, wow, that would make a great episode. And next thing you know, we've got philosophy in there. And that's when we started, that's right around the time we started doing Weekly. And we realized, well, wait a minute, let's put all this stuff together. And then we... Uh, and that's when we started, you know, putting those things together. And we realized, well, wait a minute, if we're going to do once a week, let's make a monthly structure. And then we came up with, well, that means pop culture, that means history. And we and philosophy and history kind of are a little bit together. We flip-flop back and forth on well, that. Well, also with our heroes. Yeah, exactly. And then we, then we got to heroes thinking, well, you know, we should talk about people, important people. And that's yeah. where they kind of started out as heroes. It's not going to stay that way all the time yeah. because we realized there's more interesting people than just the heroes. Right, right. Because you ought to know about people you ought to be... Aware of people yeah. you ought to hate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right, and that's yeah, yeah. We, yeah. And, we, and that's and that's how that's morphing over time. Yeah, uh, we've got things planned. We got enough heroes but, for a while. Yeah, we realize that uh, our heroes is a little self limiting. Yeah, so I mean, there's only so many people, even that the, all three of us view as heroes, that we're right. gonna exhaust that. But there's still a lot of interesting people out there. Right, we don't they aren't personal heroes to us? Because that was one thing about the heroes originally. It started out, yeah, it, it was, was really personal. Correct. Uh, really well, Thomas Moore was our first, which is my yeah. personal hero, and we just kind of laid that out there. And I remember you were very clear, Martin. This, you know, why is he? What's important about him to you? That was kind of the approach we took at first. Yeah. We realized that's great, but it's it's eventually exhausted. Yeah. You know. So where's that going? I mean, go? it's, we're still doing a lot of that though. Yeah, uh, we will. Because even up through Patton, uh, that we're going to publish here soon. Well, I think that we've was. Gone, I mean, that we, even turned into really kind of a 
personal examination. Well, you know, yeah. yeah. Well, that's also, though, you know, there's heroes, which, you know, as far as I think of hero, I don't have a huge number of those. I would put hero. Yeah. And I'm holding my hand way up above my head so for listeners to get the visual. But to me, there's a lot of people to admire. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah. for me, a lot of these are people I greatly admire. Some of them are heroes, you know, uh, in that sense. Right. But I view hero maybe that's because of all the years of reading comic books. Yeah, you know, to be heroic is is a much bigger thing. Yeah, yeah, um, it's, yeah. it's a higher you know, bar. Not having powers, yeah. but you know. Uh, it's a much bigger concept in, in, in yeah. that, that respect. Yeah. I think uh, one thing that comes through on the heroes, though, is each one has been, for one of the three of us, a personal exploration. Yes, absolutely. That somebody that we we're seeking some kind of answer, mm-hmm. and we're exploring that each one of these people we've talked about maybe has some part of that answer. Right. They're still human and flawed, and we explore that. We don't back away from that. Yeah. But ultimately, there's something that they have that's worthy right. of emulating. Attention to the craft. That's, or, or oh, yeah. That's, that's always a big one for us. that's out there. Um, but it was, especially the early ones, were always something that was very influential in our outlooks, whether yep. it's P.J. O'Rourke or John Milius or... Moore or Michelangelo, Van Gogh. I mean, it was always this. It's yeah, they're great, but it's also a personal greatness to us. Yep, that answers questions that we're seeking in our lives. Well, it's kind of a leap of faith on our part too, by presuming that they're interesting to us, and if we do our craft well, they're going to be interesting to the audience as well. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know. It and this is the the hubris of everybody who. Gets on television, on radio, YouTube, or podcast. And the hubris is that what I have to say is going to be interesting to somebody else. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's I mean, there's just no way around that. There, That's right. You know, and like you said, if we're interested and we can talk about it in a way that isn't boring, then hopefully that'll be entertaining. Mm-hmm. That's kind of the whole point, is to open up the, and expand the minds of those who listen to us in at least some way. Mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully that's why you listen to things beyond just the pure entertainment stuff. We're entertainment, but we're not pure entertainment. No, not at all. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that we've got an intellectual bite to us, uh, and a cultural bite as well. A little bit of sarcastic bite, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, we do it well. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So that was the early episodes, and listeners, I think you you probably heard the way books wind through there. Yeah. Um. So here in. Uh, Studio F. Yeah. Uh, I'm Second floor of the Baxter Building. Yeah, I'm looking at at least five bookshelves worth of stuff. Um, my bookshelves are full. Robert's bookshelves are all over his basement yeah. <laughs> and full. And books are... Fully half of mine. Well, now I was going to say fully half, but I'd say it's probably... The largest portion are comic collections, you know, reprints, stuff like that, or mm-hmm. related art mm-hmm. books. Um, then... Uh, the next biggest, as far as shelf space, is going to be my theology. Mm-hmm. Then the rest are my uh, history and uh, biographical, that sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, and actually, that's the smaller of my, my three sets, yeah. Yeah. surprisingly. Yeah. So, and mine are sort of the reverse there. I'm one full shelf of, or one full bookcase of history stuff. 
one filling bookcase of biographies. Those are my two favorites. Uh, and then a smaller fiction shelf. And But Francis here is uh, a book on at least every king of mm-hmm. England. King uh, England. King England, that's right. Well, from the conquest through Henry VII, the last Catholic king. Uh, that's the, so the good kings. The good kings, you could say. That's right. Well, well, I mean, there's not as many books on the Saxon kings. I've got a couple. Uh, eventually, I'll probably get around to those. That's uh, something I want to try to find. I know there's a couple of good books on Alfred the Great out there that I I've need got to one. Yeah, uh, that, uh, I've got that. I've, a lot of fiction in mine. A lot of history in mine. I've got a whole center section here of nothing but uh, men's adventure paperbacks <laughs> that I collected back in the '80s uh, yeah. uh, in high school and college. Uh, they, they've stayed with me all that time. And of course, it's not even all. And you got rid of a bunch. Oh yeah, I, 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 this is this is the ones I've kept. I mean, I had probably three times that much at one point. Yeah, uh, and of course, I'm along my top shelf up there. I have my uh, comic book collections as well. Not as many as Robert, but right. uh, I still have. I still got quite a few. I've been the most dedicated collector there, most definitely. Yeah. Uh, I will correct you on one thing, though. Yeah, Henry the Seventh was not the last Catholic king. Well, Henry the Eighth was. One of the Stuarts, James, James. II. Well, you're, you guys are correcting me on the English uh, monarchical history. Wow, you're exactly right. Uh, <laughs> I mean, the last consecutive king that stayed Catholic. Uh, yes, well, well, James was a bit of a prickly individual anyway. I was going to say, I didn't realize he was going to put well, the I mean, L-Y on that. Yes. <laughs> I was like, wow. Being, yeah. being Catholic is what got him run off. Uh, that's right. right. That's exactly so, right. You know, So it, it's, it, his was a complicated history, let's just say that. Uh, yeah, I mean, even, even I'm... Uh, can t- relate the tale of James II. Yes. Uh, so, but that's again books. It, uh, so many episodes: Voltaire or mm-hmm. Monroe or the World War One episodes or the New American Century episodes. They're all prefaced on well, Martin read this or Francis read this or Roberts read this, and the four four Rome episodes were largely based around like Adrian Goldsworthy books. So yeah. books play a huge role. If you if you want a window into how we approach this and how we think, start with books. Yeah. Start yeah. with books. Yeah. And that that's that's our place, man. And you know, we talked about the, the books we have. It's interesting we are even though I read a ton on my tablet and my phone. Yeah, that's too. where yeah. I read fiction. I don't buy fiction because, honestly, I, there's very little I would want to keep on the shelves. Unless I'm, like, at half-price books and I see a really cheap copy of something I want to read. Yeah. But rarely do I buy physical fiction, mainly because that's the stuff I read, you know, in between places or, you know, just uh, when I truly want to. Yeah. But for the, the heavy stuff, the intellectual stuff, I want physical books. You're right. I don't buy a physical copy unless it's going to go on that shelf. And it's meant to be displayed and read. Although most of these books over here, I'll be honest, I haven't read. But one day I will. You know, Anybody who has a library of books only that they have read mm-hmm. does not buy enough books. Well, that's right, yeah. yeah. Or they got a hell of a lot of time on their hands. Well, that's true, yes. Yeah. I suppose that's something. Yeah, yeah my, I, I keep a separate, just one shelf on the bookcase of To Be Read. That's oh, when, yeah. I, when I buy stuff at Half Price Books, so another shelf for Half Price Books, that's where they go. It's on the To Be Read shelf. Yes, you're very a CDO on your reading list. Yeah. You have a very selective, I'm not reading that yet, because we will recommend stuff all the time. No, no, I'm reading this, 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 <laughs> in this order, mind you. Uh, I've got a shelf like that, but I rarely get to it is my yeah. problem. 
Yeah. I, I'm willing away at mine. Um, I, I tell the guys, you know, I've, I've, here over the last few years, I've stuck primarily with nonfiction. Right. I haven't done a ton of fiction lately, but I am poking a little bit of fiction back in. Oh, with well, Jeff Shara. Well, yes. Oh, that's right. Yes, yes. Yeah, so which is talking about Jeff Shara. It's kind of quasi-fiction. I mean, it is. It's fictionalized. It's historical fiction. It, it's a. Historical he does fiction. a very good job at presenting the history in his fiction. Yeah, right. And it's good historical accurate. fiction. Yeah. We'll do both. Yeah. 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 It's not. He's not taking a lot of. I mean, obviously, he's taking some liberties. Yeah. But he's not taking a lot with the broad strokes. Yeah. Which right. I like. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. He's 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 filling in cracks where there's something to be filled in, but he's not contradicting anything we know. Yeah. For yeah. somebody that did not start out as a writer, he has turned into a very good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And it's turned fairly prolific as well. Yeah. I I just finished the Frozen Hours about the Chosin Reservoir battles in Korea. Um, it centers around kind of a real-life thing of Fox Company of the 1st Marine Division uh, holding one of the hills, you know, 400 guys against waves after wave after wave of, of the Chinese. Um, and, and it was really good. It was better than the Civil War one I read about Vicksburg. Um, oh wow! You so, had high praise for that one, didn't you? Yeah. yeah well, Vicksburg's a great, a great story. Yeah. So I mean, that was, that one intertwined Grant and Sherman and all that. This this one intertwined um, General Smith. Uh, Oliver, I think it's Oliver Smith, who was commander of the First Marine Division. Chesty Puller was a character. We know how you know Chesty Puller is a that's a name the Marines revere. Um, and uh, Ned Almond, who was uh, in command of um, 10th Corps under the direction of MacArthur. Um, and from what I read, the, the portrayal of Almond is pretty historically accurate. Uh, he didn't know what he was doing. Uh, and that, that got the Marines into a very precarious position around the Chosin Reservoir, and they fought their way back out of it. Um, and and Shara does an excellent job with that. So, those are some high recommendation fictions from Martin. Um, <laughs> a little bit more on that than I thought we were going to go into. Yeah. But that's all right. That's yeah. all right. It's, it's right. a hoop a It's a hoop We can do whatever we want to. And it's that's about right. books. We were just talking about how that's big right. a deal books were. So right. there's some big deal about books. Yeah. Yeah. And even though I and actually I do have some fiction books that I had bought, but I I think I've since uh, gotten rid of because they were. Again, my CDO kicks in. Yeah. I'm reading a series, and I don't have all of them. That bothers me. Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm, a, I'm the same way, but I'm, it's one of those things I gotta have the series. I may never read it, but once I get one, I'm thinking this might be interesting. Well, I better get them all because when I start reading, I don't want to be interrupted. Yes. And even though I never touch it, <laughs> although there are some. Now, I mean, that, that I can do. That I can put aside because I have only like one Patrick O'Brien. Well, I mean, see, and you, and looking right yeah. over there on my shelf, I have all twenty-one of them there, and those are those are like the fine wine of fiction books. Those are amazingly good. I have never. I've worked my way through the first eleven, but I've kind of paused, and I'm thinking, you know, I, when I'm done, yes, I could read them again, but. They're not, you know. I'm going to go back to them, and yeah. I'll and I'll blow through one in just a very short period of time. They're yeah. that easy, yeah. And it's uh, or maybe three at a time, and then go back. Uh, Bernard Cornwell's the same yeah, way. Yeah, I've got a whole shelf over here of Bernard Cornwell's books, uh, and those can be read out of order. Right, because you when they're you have like the sharp ones uh, all and the, the uh, all, all the Saxon books, the Saxons, and I also have some of the. Uh, 
of the ones uh, from the Middle Ages. Uh, 1472 is up there, and uh, that's not the right year, dang on it. Look up there. For, uh, you'll see it over there. Uh, 1356, excuse me. 1356. Uh, which is the Battle of, of, of Cressy. Uh, he, he does... I'll read anything the man writes. Yeah. And, we, and we're going to do an episode on him eventually. Yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's, he's really... But I, yeah, I have like four of the Saxon stories or five. I haven't... I haven't he just not, finished those. Yeah, he, yeah, he finally, I haven't picked those finally up, finished but. that. He uh, he deliberately... I didn't think he was ever going to end it. I yeah. thought he was just going to keep going. But he says, no, we're done. This is the end of the story, which I'm kind of glad it, it needed that. Yeah, some series go on too long. Yeah. <clears throat> you guys read <clears throat> in your fiction... Um, a lot of historical fiction, which yeah. I do too. Yeah. I have the Shara books. Uh, I have not read all of them. I've read a good deal of them. Yeah. Um, the the later ones, I just haven't. I've got them on my shelf. Just haven't gotten to them yet. Um, I've also got the uh, Newt Gingrich uh, written book, co-written books with uh, is it William Forrester? No, not William. Forrester. Uh, he did it on Gettysburg, Forrester. didn't he? Uh, and he did. He did uh, a Civil War set, and he's done an American Revolution set. Yeah. And they're pretty decent. Yeah. Uh, but also, my reading tends to go to science fiction. Yes, so, you're far the master so, on that. Far more than you guys. Yeah, alternative uh, history too. Which I love the alternative we're gonna, history. We're going to get to an episode. Although on that. Uh, the great apologist, uh, modern apologist Jimmy Aiken, uh, said something that I like: all fiction is alternative history. Okay. Is a personal history or or a general history? Yeah, or, it doesn't because yeah, whether it is set in a, a fantastical world like Game of Thrones. Yeah. Or a hundred years ago, or a hundred years into the future, it is all taking the world we know and changing it slightly. Yeah. Or or, or a great greatly. deal. Yeah. But I like that idea that all fiction is historical is alternative history. Yeah. No I matter when it yeah. is. Yeah. Yeah. Now one uh, one fiction series I do have all of and loved them from way back when is I think it's Gregory McDonald. Fletch series. Oh, yeah. Yes, you've always been a big fan of that, yes. So, sort of that comedy, somewhat comedy detective novel type thing. Um, that I like. I, I do have all the Fletch books, and they go back. I mean, that's like 1972 or something. Right. I mean, they're Well, they're yeah, old. it's around the, around the same time as the good old Travis McGee books, which I dearly love, uh, John D. McDonald, which is a... Yes, it's the yes. Fan, they're a hugely popular success. Matt Helm in the 60s. There's it's yeah. just that type of a they find a niche with a character that works a certain way and they ride that baby until the train runs out of gas. It's a, it's some good stuff. Well, you know, um, the great memorizes uh, <laughs> the story that I you guys have heard me say, and I don't know if I've told it on the, the show before, but um, uh, Frank Herbert, uh, writer of the Dune series, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, somebody asked him at a party. This is in the back in like the, the, the 60s or the early 70s when you just didn't have a huge number of mainstream fiction series right you know? yeah well, lots of one-offs um, but yeah it, not like it is today and somebody asked him why do you keep writing all of these dune books and he being a little tipsy said because they keep paying me <laughs> that's right i, I love yeah. that story that's right because... uh, well it's a great insight into a smart writer's mind yeah. in that if it works and you still have an interest yeah and you, and and you, you it's still pull it off. off yeah yeah right because you know daddy's got to pay the bills that's right so, you know, that, that's not... A, that's, and honestly, as a reader, I love a series. Oh, I do too. Yeah. Now, there are some series, like I said, that have gone too long. Uh, just like some TV shows. 
go too long. Go too long. Jump the shark, as they say. Yes. Yeah. Even though that happened in the middle of the show, not at the end. It didn't, you know, the, the, that just drives me nuts. It did not get canceled the next year, yeah. which is the common uh, thought yeah, around Yeah, that. a show does not have to get canceled to have jumped the shark. Right. Right. It's, it's when Sometimes it, they milk it way past the jumping the shark yeah. point. That's right. Yeah. And I don't know that, fi- that you can milk it for five years like uh, like that, but, you know, certainly at the end, it was definitely being milked. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, you know, uh, the Honor Harrington series I have mentioned uh, several yeah. times right. because I think the main character is such a great heroic figure. Uh, as, a, as you know, If that were a real person, that would be a definite hero. Yeah. Uh, although mm-hmm. we have done one fictional hero. One, just one. Yeah, just one. one. Just one. <laughs> For now. I'll, it'll come back again, I'm sure. Yes. Uh, so, and not to get stuck in the, the books, uh, but, but that's... It's important to us. Yeah. If you want a window in what these discussions were like before we were recording them, recording them, that was it. Yeah. Because that's well, what we would do. We would sit down at Chinese Inn and start talking about, well, I read this and I read that. Well, that's the gasoline that fuels our discussion. <laughs> yeah. It's because you know we're not just we're not just sitting around talking about you know we're not very insular. And that's very important. We we yes. think outward all the time. That's why we think the podcast is a great idea. Is because we're not just sitting around and popping off about our own opinions. You know, we're not tinfoil hat wearers that think everything is just a certain way. We recognize there's a length, breadth, and depth of thought in this world, and that other people are f- amazingly uh, fruitful in wisdom and knowledge. And we want some of that, and we want to transmit some of that to our readers. Yeah, as as I quote. Colonel Taylor, the astronaut. Yeah, we're seekers. We're too. seekers too. Yeah, that's we're what, seekers yeah. too. That's exactly right. That's that's always a big part of, of what I'm doing anyway. Very right. much so. It's a, well, it's a, it's you a know, great the, quotation. I love it that. It is the we are the result in many ways of our Bellarmine education. <laughs> you know? Yes, liberal arts. It's uh, not everybody that goes through universities or colleges has that and we're big believers in it because we're the results you know right. you see it in the results we were exposed to so much more than somebody who goes to a state university on a um, you know engineering track while there's nothing wrong with that no of course not i think it's it's too vocational not in the traditional sense of vocation where you, you know like we uh, uh, a trade but too vocational in the sense that all they're doing is training you to be an accountant or an engineer or whatever. There's more to life than just what you do. And this brings me to the whole point of why we've always gotten together. That pointless discussion of eternal questions. Yes. Good, Robert. Go. When we get together, it always ends up there in some way, shape, or form. Do we ever talk about work hardly? No. No, um, well, no, almost we, never. I we, mean, we, we might do, complain but about whatever's you know messing with us at a moment, but it's brief, and it's we get it right. out of ourselves, and we move on to something more important. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always been brief. You know, it's never been uh, like I kind of don't even know what Francis does. Right, I just, I just know he goes in and he's in charge of something. And he has a title, and that's kind of it. Well, I guess <laughs> I don't talk about. I it. have a better sense of it, he but would, for, yeah. for you know for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I don't really have a good idea of exactly what you do. Well, there's some truth. We Robert. know you're, you know, you're an IT guy. Yeah, right. I mean, that's something that that's, Robert and I have in common. Well, is our I, mean, I, IT just, I did it for I have an idea because so I know ca- what you do. Yeah, what kind of you kept you. up with it? I did it for ten years, but that was ten years ago, and it was a very different yeah. thing. So, yeah. and you know, you guys know I'm an IT do, do database stuff a lot. Yeah, and support. I mean, we all. I mean, relative, really, we all are in support. 
yeah. in one way or another. Well, that's correct. That's very much, yeah, that's very Just different gods. Yeah. And, we, and tech is in our is in our DNA, yeah. too. That's something that's in But important. yeah, that's not the core of what we talk about. Yeah. Um, we don't complain, well, I mean, everybody complains about their spouses at one point or another. You I know, don't. Well, of course you do. I know better. Yes. <laughs> yes. Just yes. Is she here? Is she listening? She's, 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 she's yes. inside, actually. She's doing some work yes. in New uh, York. If Mrs. Francis asks, oh, no, no, never. No, she, no. Knows. she knows about it. Yes. Uh, yes. But, you know, we, we talk a little bit. Of, I mean, we're friends, so yeah, we talk about our lives. Yeah. But we also talk about this other stuff. We're not just... We have a deep intellectual relationship as well as a personal friendship. That I mean, is I, I mean, yeah, that's well the best put. way to talk about it. Very well yeah. put. Because we like talking about ideas. And, you know, we joke about our things being a pointless discussion of eternal questions, but really, that's a joke, too, because it's never pointless. Right. Yeah. yeah that, that was always a tongue-in-cheek thing. Right. Of, we're talking about these huge, huge philosophical, moral, ethical, theological things... But is anybody out there? <laughs> so that kind of made it is like it's sort of pointless. Um, and you know, it's not always new ground either. Oh no! Um, it, it's trying to pull something that's the intellectual underpinnings of our world and and put it back out there. It's been gone for a while, or it's been hidden for a while, lost, and we're putting it back out there. Right. So. You know. Uh, even in our own, uh, what like I said, you know, we don't do it as organically as we used to uh, because of obvious circumstances, and we get a lot of it out here. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, but you know, we will often return to even the same themes in our own discussions because we yeah. just sure. like. Yeah, yeah. You know, we haven't fun. exhausted them. You know, uh, when, when they become boring is when we cast them aside, but they haven't yet. Yeah. So Robert, there was something that you brought up too that I wanted to also make sure we talk about. Again, this is a celebration of friendship. Yes. And, you know, one of our favorite episodes was celebrating another great friend, Marcus Aurelius. Yes, who is doing well. Yes, he is doing uh, much better. He, um, uh, we had him on, what, I guess about a year. It's been a year. It's been a year. Well, it's been more than that, because didn't he come on, well, he came on before he had his surgery. Yeah. Yes. So it's been over a year. I can't. Remember. It's been at least a year and a half. Yeah, and you know, he, it, it was over. it was months. It was several months before his surgery. Right. And it so was probably closer it was to a, his surgery. It was it, at the beginning of the pandemic. I want to say I yes. I, I thought it that. was right about a year ago. I want to say. So, anyways, yes. we had him on, and not long after, relatively speaking, he had his uh, liver transplant. Actually, had two livers uh, and a third in the middle that that ended up not being a good liver at all because of uh, circumstances on the procurement side. Uh, It was very touch and go, very nearly died, which would not have surprised us because we always thought he would be the first one of us to die in some freak fashion. (laughs) Um, But, you know, he's probably going to outlive us all uh, the way he He's 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 like that bad piece of gristle sometimes that you get you know stuck between your teeth and you like just can't dig like out. you didn't see it in the in that piece of chicken breast but there's that little bit of gristle and you got to get it out and it's it's never going away yeah it's never going to go away but he's so I can tell you he's 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 really back 
Yes. He's his own irascible yeah. Well, he, self he, he again. came over here to my house, and we were all here and met him, uh, because I, I, he could walk straight in. There's no steps into my house. Uh, a few months after the Yes, transplant. he was still very weak. Yeah, he was driving, for God's sakes. Yes. Uh, that's well, just him. if you've ever had Vicky behind the, 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 Victoria behind the wheel, you would understand why. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's... Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's some things are best left the way they are. That's right. Yes. Uh, but we uh, it was he was good to see. Yes. yes. So that turned into one of our favorite episodes, a nice two hour long. Yeah, I was gonna say we just we just kind of yeah. and told old stories. The Hit trip, the record button and let her roll. Yeah, yeah, the trip to Michigan and a lot of that, unfortunately, he does not remember because again, with Marcus's uh, oddball life, yeah. uh, you know, he he was in an accident. Uh, and not the accident, but apparently reactions to medication from that resulted. He lost a lot of memory yeah. prior to that. So, you know, it's not that you can tell him stuff and he'll believe anything because he's smarter than that. But you can tell him stuff that's totally outrageous. And he's like, sounds like me. Yeah. You know, and you don't even have to lie. You can just tell him the truth. And it's, it's just right. fantastic. It's yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah, that was definitely one of our favorite episodes. So yeah, that was a great, great episode. That was so I do fun. want to do that a little bit, talk about favorite episodes. Um, just a couple of my favorites. The Milius episode mm-hmm. turned out really, really good. It was good, yeah. And one that I did not expect to turn out as great as it did, and I think I've mentioned this before, Three Ronin. Snakes and Otters talks. That was my idea. Samurai and, movies. And I know I, I kind of sensed when I thought that up. I said, okay, you guys, you know, you guys weren't really, you know some of it. You didn't know much of it at all. And you think, right. why are we talking about this? But, you know, we do that. You know, we pick up something that one of us has an interest in. And you're right. It turned out bloody awesome. It yeah, really, was a it was really good fun. episode it because was, it really examined, you know, the post-war world. Yeah, see, we uh, may not that, have seen all the movies, but we can talk about the cultural issues. Yeah, I mean, we, well, we, that's the thing. We talk the concepts. Yeah, right? and exactly. that's really what we do. You know, we talk about the World War II episodes. We're not doing blow by blow by the with yeah, the battles. We're not qualified for that. Uh, although better than many, I'm well, sure. We probably could though. I yeah, yeah. With just a little bit of work. Yeah. I mean, we could certainly take the Battle of Gettysburg and do a blow by blow. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And we did an episode on that, which was uh, a very good episode. Yeah. Too. But you know, that's not the point. Yeah. Is is is. As Martin loves to point out, it's the wise. Well, I think we all point that out. But the wise yeah. mm-hmm. and the people and all of that behind it. The threads the con- of history. And I like to say the context. The you context. Know, you know, I'm big on context. Yeah. We're showing those threads how this, then this, then this, then this, then this. The, all these things are interconnected. And they, they have yeah. to happen that way. Yeah. It's events and it's personalities. It's what, really what, strong on personalities. Yeah. Yeah. What was it about that episode, other than the fact that it turned out better than you thought? What was it that you liked so much about that, Martin? That we connected um, these movies that the Japanese pumped out like crazily. Yeah. Uh, this this moment in cultural entertainment to like this revolution in international relationships that. You know, how did we go from we use nuclear weapons on these people to now this incredibly close relationship with this nation? Yeah. Um, and you know, we 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 see the Japanese as kind of us, and they see us as kind of them. Yeah, even though our cultures uh, are. Uh 
their culture is amazingly deeper and older, and they didn't lose any of that. You know, they didn't. You know, they didn't take any of that stuff away. They stayed who they were, and yet we're still the best. It's of modified, a, a, of course. A that's right. They, but they added a lot of. But they us. added a lot of. Us. It's right. Yeah, they they didn't them. discard any of that. They they added to that and realized, you know, we can we can have it. We can have it all. Yeah, it's a, a thriving democracy and. The, uh, you know, this incredible culture and turning out... I mean, whether you like the entertainment or not, they they turn out tons of stuff. And, this and most huge of... Right, anime to manga to all this stuff. Yeah. And not only that, then we took those films and Western filmmakers turned them into Westerns. Yeah. You know, European and American filmmakers turned them into Westerns. And it's the same story. Yeah. it's That's so amazing. Well, and, you know... Glad you mentioned that because we've talked about that aspect a lot. Even though almost everything we talk about has some historical basis, uh, whether it's the code of honor, because we talk about quotes from people, yep. mm-hmm. uh, our heroes, uh, the history, you know, the pop culture, it's it's all based in reality. But we talk about storytelling a lot. Yes, that's that's a and very very that is thing. a huge thing because storytelling is what creates the culture. And that was, I think yep. that comes through in a lot of what, a lot we, of do. what we do. And that one especially, I yeah. think. So, Robert, what about you? What are some, just a couple of your favorite episodes? Oh, my gosh, so Cause, many. Because, I mean, I could done. go on because I love the Voltaire episode and, and all that stuff. So, I mean, I loved, and a lot of these are ones that, and I guess maybe because we have personal ties to you, although that one was, uh, yeah. was Francis's. That was Francis's, right. yeah. yeah. So, one of my favorites, uh, was the Steve Rogers episode. Yes, love that. That was a great episode. That turned out to be uh, a lot better for a lot of different reasons. Yeah, it almost didn't happen because Martin didn't want to do it. Right, because Steve Rogers is a fictional character. Not a real one. But it turned out really well. And I think we turned you around on that one, didn't we? Very much so, yeah. yeah. Uh, Because for a lot of reasons. you know, uh, I, I still, you give me the last 15, 20 minutes of Endgame, I will sit down and watch that. I don't care how many times I've seen it. Yeah, I could do this all day. Right. Absolutely. It was so good. And it was so good. You know, it's just such a great ending to that story. And like I said, I think that Steve's story just as much, if not more, than Tony Stark's. Mm-hmm. Uh, people, I say it's it's Tony Stark's story. Yeah, he started it and he ended it as far as the movies. And, sure. But you know, like I said, Cap's the leader, yeah. and he, he's great. Yeah. Um, the Michelangelo episode. I'm yeah. sorry. You, oh, I was just gonna say, there's just so many little bits of that. That's so good. The on the left from Sam. Yes. And Avengers Assemble, and it's everybody that's woven through all the films. Yeah. Even Pepper is in costume and ready to go. Right. So and again, great. they all waited for him. They weren't waiting for Tony Stark to give the word. They're waiting for him. They waited for Cat. Right. And yeah. that's just great. That's just great writing. That's great realization of what that character means. Yeah. So. That just turned out to be a great episode. Go ahead. The Michelangelo episode was also another great one, um, per, you know, for me personally, uh, because we we really uh, explored that. We explored the meaning, and, and just like I've said before, I think he's the greatest artist who ever lived. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in similar vein, we talked about the Van Gogh, and yeah. you know that uh, all of these ones that really just. Yeah, that, deeply was a, that was a very really different good. episode. It was that we we'd never done art before, and right. it's kind of like why shouldn't we have done this before? Because we say that a lot. By the time we get to something, we should have done this earlier. Well, you know, we had a lot of stuff we're doing. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. It, it just yeah, we, we're talking about how art weaves its way through our lives mm-hmm. in ways we don't even understand or recognize right off. 
you think art is to me you know I have that opinion of like fashion like I don't get why people get wound up about clothes it's like okay give me a t-shirt and my blue jeans I'm okay Right. So, well, clothes have a much more utilitarian function yeah. than art does. So yeah. I can I understand that. I'm like you. It's like yeah. So what if I had the same sweater for the last ten years? It's still comfortable and it fits. <laughs> <laughs> so I never understand the whole getting wound up about fashion. So I know people out there have that same view about art, but it's it's not that. I mean, it really when you think about art, it's not just those great paintings hanging on the wall. It's it's a little of everything. It's the comic books. It's right. And, and we we. You know, explicitly compared Jack Kirby to Vincent Van Gogh, mm-hmm. right? And when, and it Robert, of course, made it work. <laughs> well, and, and I pro- I'm probably the one who pointed this out in, in the in the episode somewhere in those two. But great art is just like it ties in with the rest of the stuff we're talking about. It is storytelling, mm-hmm. and so so are books, so are movies, and it should make you think about eternal questions. Yeah. And, you know, I, I think Mac, Michelangelo does that better than anybody else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there are so many others I could, I could mention. You know, I, mean, you know, I love the Code of Honors. Yeah. Uh, I think those are fantastic. The, the series we did on Rome was a fantastic series. Yeah, the series are something that I think that we, we haven't really talked much about in this episode. But that was kind of our thing. Like, something is, some things are so big. They you can't do more, one-offs. You can't do one-offs. You, That's right. You've gotta, and and you've got to do the series in a way that makes sense, too. Correct. Uh, move from this to this to this to this, and we we did that with well, Civil War and Rome, and we're right. doing it with World and War World II. World War II is the, is the most ambitious we've done yet because right, it's, it's the biggest because it's eight episodes over an entire year yeah. spread out. So uh, whereas we've done fours before, and those were about right, but we you know we've built in a couple palate cleanses throughout right. the year, so it's not one straight one straight thing. But yeah, well, and all the episodes are standalone episodes; they're they to be, they yeah. work by themselves, but. You know, I, I I like it because it gives uh, those who like seasons, mm-hmm. you know, in their their <laughs> stuff, uh, something to look forward to. You could look at our history episodes and pick those up, and and just listen to them. So, Francis, what about you, man? You know, one of the things we haven't talked about is the our what if episodes. Oh, oh yeah, that's, yeah, right, yeah, that's right. Yeah, we've awesome. done one of those in a while. We haven't. Well, we got. We, we, we're uh, we're going to be. I mentioned earlier. We're going to be doing an alternate history episode that you're going to captain, and that's a whole thing. Is about the what if, the big what if, historically yeah. speaking. So I'm. Really, I got. We could do a series on that. I know. I, well, <laughs> I, I've, I've thought about it because I'm really looking forward to that. And that's actually been on the boards for a while uh, since we started. Just getting kicked about down the road for various reasons. Well, but. yeah, exactly. But uh, well, well, because we come up with these blocks of things. Well, we need to do a role. Well, that puts everything four episodes later. So then we do Civil War. So it's, it kind of works that way. But the What If episodes, we've done several of them. Gettysburgers was a great one. But the first one is still one of my favorites. And it's the one we did, What If Robert F. Kennedy Had Not Been Assassinated. And I came up with the idea, not as an episode, just we were just talking about it. Robert, in your basement. Yes. And we just, it, we just kind of threw it out there. And next thing you know, we've gone an hour which we didn't record, which I really am bummed because, damn, we were better there, I think, than we were on the episode. I think we were. We really it's were. It's one of those, it's it's a great example of, the. That's matter of fact, that's probably the last truly organic yeah. bull session that we've <laughs> had. That's had. right, yes. And it was great. It was fantastic because <laughs> we're spitballing here and there and all different stuff. We didn't have any research going on. Which, that was yeah. I mean, that's, which is okay. That was my thing about how it came out. Well, because we're better we're, in the real what if is I was able to do some research and 
and realize, wait we a minute. We were talking a little bit out of our ass about one aspect of it. It was, but damn, it was fun. It, <laughs> it was hilariously fun. Yeah, and that's, and, and that's when we realized, well, you know this what-if idea? Let's go back to that. I mean, I did a blog post on the What If comic, which we mm-hmm. both love. You know, we all love. It's, it's right, just, and I followed up with one. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like that's a that is an always it's always a winning question that yeah. everybody can get behind. And you know, it's easy to do the big ones like Robert F. Kennedy or even Gettysburg if Stonewall Jackson is present. But we do it all the time. It's just like you said. You know, uh, like Jimmy Akin said. You know, it's it's all speculation. It's all. It's all that, and those well, those are some of the fun episodes that we've done. And we've done some great ones. There's no question, and I love I love our philo- philosophy episodes. Yes, and it's and you're right. It started out with Voltaire, and it was just kind of like something I don't even know why I picked up the book, but I did. And I'm thinking, holy crap, this guy is the father of all this stuff. Yeah, and that's when we brought it to the table and think, wow. There's some legs with this, and we've got a whole idea of doing various philosophers yeah. that are coming later this year and next year. Because too. history is influenced by that. That's, oh, yes. why, that's why. Yeah, and that's, that's, I think that's a tie that not everybody really sees. Well, von Clausewitz is an easy one. That's one yeah. of the reasons we did him is because you know so much of the history, uh, both at the time of Napoleon and World War One, World War Two, in the world we know today. It goes back to that. Yeah. He was one of the articulating forces. Yeah. Because history is a record of human decision making. Yes. And why do humans make the decisions they make? Yes. They're being influenced by something. That's like, right. What are those things? That's Every right. time you ask why, that's a philosophical question. That's yeah. right. And we love that question. Great theology is is also great philosophy. That's, that's right. one of the reasons why you and I, that's uh, right. Francis, get so much into the theology. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, you either go to philosophy or theology to answer your why. Mm-hmm. If you're really good, you can do both. That's right. <laughs> Seamlessly. Yes. yes. And uh, you recognize uh, uh, the, the, uh, the nuances and the values and, and the questions that come from all right. that. Yes, I am really anxious to do more philosophers. And I know that that's probably one that you know some of the listeners are probably thinking, oh my God, are you crazy? Because it's not a... Stuff. But really, if you listen to what we do... Philosophy is in every episode. Yeah. That's right. And uh, we make it accessible, folks. Yeah. This is not just dry stuff. Well, uh, the, the, Code of Honor is a philosophy episode every month. It is. It is. It yeah, really that's is. Right. And that's our that's our most popular yeah. episodes. Uh, you know, but the 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 whole idea, though, uh, like you said, the all these things, you know, the history is a is a record of the decisions people make. But why do they make them? Especially when you look at from the age of reason going forward. I think philosophy drives so much mm-hmm. of what happens. It does. Prior to that, you could make the argument that it does, but it's couched in theology. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Because again, two sides of the same coin. Yes. Yep. One is, uh, philo- philosophy is the why from the natural world perspective. Yep. Theology is the why from the faith perspective. Yep. Uh, is I, that's how I like And from the age of reason forward... They try to throw out the, the theology, and I think that was a poor decision. Because much of the Age of Reason, what came out of it, led to some really nasty, horrible stuff. Well, you remove See, certain underpinnings yeah, of I, morality by doing that. You just encapsulated like an entire collegiate career <laughs> in two sentences. I mean, because it, it's like... It, Why he's the hammer. You know, if you're a philosophy major or a theology major... Is, you're like, well, what's the difference? Well, Robert just told you in two sentences, so there That's you right. go. So which one am I going to choose? <laughs> you did it. You did it. Yeah, Robertus Malleus, the hammer. It, it's, that's something I, I, you know, that 
I think is there for all three of us is take this big swirling cloud of stuff and squeeze it into these little bits mm. and these these small pieces. That's you know, this is one of the reasons, uh, and maybe the philosophy one is is a good example of it. But the history episodes are well, all of them are, yeah. except maybe the 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 pop culture less so. But the other three categories are really one of the reasons why I look forward to us getting the books going. Yeah. Because I think we have so much to explore that a, that a podcast can only contain so much of it. Right. Uh, and I and I think it will be just as entertaining, at, maybe not as entertaining because you don't get the personality yeah. uh, in a book in quite the same way you do yeah. in a podcast. And we have charming personalities. And we do. At the very least, they're entertaining in one way or another. Yes, <laughs> that's right. But there's just so much there to explore, and, and I really look forward to that. All right. So we haven't had a bourbon break. Let's yes, quick that's what I, you were... Oh, Robert, reading my mind. Oh, good, because uh, I was afraid you were going to go off into something else. No, no, <laughs> I want, that's exactly where I wanted to go, was, uh, listeners, we are recording very early in the morning, so we aren't day drinking. No, not today. But we are still going to take a bourbon I mean, it's break. it's not during the week, anyways. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to take a bourbon break and talk about that piece of it. Um, because we decided early on, well, if we're going to record, we need to always have bourbon handy. Yes. And that became this regular thing that not only would we have some, then we would stop and talk about it. This one tastes like this or, you know, trying to, not that we're expert tasters, uh, certainly, you know, people, that, there's people that like do that for a living. But they probably but, scoff at our bourbon breaks. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Because we're not that expert on it. But you no, know, but we like to talk about the differences and yeah. the flavors, what it does. And, and, and I find that endlessly fascinating because... Until we started sampling so many different kinds of bourbon. We barely scratched the surface. And we barely scratched the surface. I had no idea. Because we are not heavy drinkers. Yeah. And a matter of fact, most of the time when I drink bourbon, almost all the time, because I rarely will have a bourbon at home. If I want a, a, an adult beverage at home, I usually grab a beer if I have mm. it in the house. Yeah. But there are times when I will go ahead and have a bourbon. But for me, it's a social activity. Correct. Uh, I have it with you guys, or I have it at the rectory. I said I did all my drinking at the rectory, yeah. <laughs> which is not entirely true, but yeah. But anyway, we we pour a glass, and then we got to stop and talk about it, and we'll we'll say, okay, you know, this one I'm tasting some oak, and I'm tasting some chocolate, or you know, where it's a little sweet. The burn comes early, comes late. Yeah, yeah. You know, the you maple get, taste. You know, yeah, you know, I like that. You know, different things like that. Uh, we were just beginning on this, and, and, we're, and hey, we're shallow at times too. We pick something because the bottle looks good. Well, you know, well, but the marketers love that because <laughs> right. yeah. But as I pointed out, uh, one of our episodes we recorded uh, recently, an interesting bottle shows that they're they're taking what they're doing seriously. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. If if they are doing that, because that costs a little bit more mm-hmm. to have those custom made then I think they're probably putting a little bit more effort into the bourbon as well. Nobody's going to put a lower quality. Notice, I don't say bad, because even a bad bourbon is still bourbon. That's right. Still bourbon. Uh, even, you know, the lower quality bourbons, by that I mean, you know, those that are aged less, you know, fewer yeah. years. You know, uh, the 10 you know, to $12 bottles yeah. versus the $30 right. bottles. Right, the mixing bourbons. Yeah. Uh, the kind you put out for your brother-in-laws. So exactly. Your good stuff. Yeah. Exactly. You know, even those... Uh, they're not going to put them into a, a necessarily a really interesting bottle, but when the, when you see an interesting bottle, to me that says, "Hey, what are you doing there? Why are you trying to stand out to get mm-hmm. noticed?" Mm-hmm. Because if you're not if you're noticed at first for the bottle, that's fine, but you got to have the follow up, and that's what I like. Yeah, 
And I, I find it interesting that uh, Robert moved houses first. You've been in your place. It'll be three years, three years. June 1st. Francis and I have both moved within the last year. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not even a year yet for me. Yours is coming up. Very cool. uh, yeah, I mean, it's yours two months. Ju- yours was June. Mine was July. I mean, it's so, right at the same yeah. time. Yes, yeah, so you have had the most stable living situation historically of the three of us. Yeah. Other than me moving from Michigan to Kentucky, you have moved the farthest. I did, yeah, for, for just for two years. That's yes. right, they moved back. Yeah, that was a uh, long time ago, which we all... I probably have moved the most often, mm-hmm. uh, but for a long time there, we were all pretty stable in the well, same, I, same I was, place. I was at the house I just moved out of. We were there for 20 years. Right. I yeah, was in my we place 14 years yeah. Yeah, prior to this one. And I think, it, interestingly, in moving, we all tried to make sure we were accommodating... Having a bar place. Yes. And the podcast. Well, that's, <laughs> like, that's very true. Like, I went, okay, this space in front of the bar, I'm putting a table here, and this is where we're recording. Yeah. So, like, I'm building a, a recording studio in my finished basement, you know, and, and Francis made sure that where we're recording here in the Baxter building yeah. is a place where, okay, this area here is where the bottles are going to be. This is going to be the bar. Yeah. And so we... It, the bourbon and the podcast became central features in what we were figuring out about our whole living situation. Right, right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And I've got the atrium, the atrium yeah, which is as well as the deck. Yes, the we, we haven't yes. done that in a while. Well, uh, it's been a little chilly lately. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Uh, I don't remember. Did we do it? In, we didn't do it during the pandemic. Because, no, because yeah. we were recording remotely during the summer. Right. So we haven't done it for almost two years. Right. So uh, uh, I'm well, sure in we, July, when when we record uh, in July for the August episodes. Yeah. We will be back at my place. There you go. So yes, back at back I at think we will, Assuming we are not too hot, we will try and record. If nothing else, maybe we can. If we're if it's warm enough in in the following, uh, which will be in October, if we do it early enough in the month, we might sure. be able to get away. It, with it's it it enjoyable. There. I mean, you, you can't control the background noise. We get that, but that's right. okay. But that you know, was, that's it. Wasn't bad. That adds a little bit to it. In my I, it was fun. I, I love that. That the ones we recorded outdoors. Uh, at old Studio M, mm. included the Fourth of July fireworks for my neighbors. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. <laughs> it was oh, great. Yeah. I was like, just keep on rolling. We just love it. There's fireworks. I mean, how, how does it get any better than that? Yeah. You, you know, you, you're producing something with fireworks in the background. It was for us, right? <laughs> well, you know, I think that lends a little bit uh, to the kind of show we're doing. You know, we don't take ourselves so seriously that we believe we have to have this dedicated studio and thousands of dollars of equipment. Yeah, because there are guys that do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is fine if they want to put the money and effort we into that. We got 90 bucks and a mic, and that's right. about it. Right, yeah. and laptops that are our personal laptops. It's not like we have dedicated hardware except the mic. Yeah. yeah. So, you know. It's, our hosting card charges and domain right. names, this, you know, ancillary yeah, stuff. Yeah, that, that's relatively minor. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it's it all goes to we are. It's like the bourbon started that way, too, you know. It's just. It's just part of who we are, and we're a little bit casual about it. And that's, I think, but part I'll of the fun. But I'll put our content up against anybody else's. Right. As I yes. said recently, I listened to one of the uh, podcasts, or s- several of the podcasts of a group that, and I won't name them because I don't want to sound like I'm disparaging them, uh, that we have long followed. Yeah. Uh, their, their posts. And they're phenomenal uh, characters. And I yeah. say that fondly. Very because, intellectual oh, as well. The, yes, yes, intellectual characters that are, have a strong online presence. And that we admire greatly, but their podcast compared so, to ours is not as good. awful. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I mean, not awful, but I mean, in, 
it, it's, it's very much a looser, non-directed conversation. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it gets but, boring. But it's not as... Uh, uh, I don't know. They're, not, just not, they're not pushing themselves. Right. Yes. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And I, I think be we're, we're pushing ourselves here a little bit. Always be better. We, Always we, get better. We're Always not stay taking, fresh. We're not taking any time off. And we, we know we're going to have to map this out. And it's like, well, we got to have stuff to talk about, guys. Okay, well, then we're going to read books about this. And we're going to get prepped and do research on this, 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 and this. Right. And be ready for it. I get the sense that their podcast started out... Because they're not all in the same city like we are. Yeah. Uh, as a way for them to uh, get together and you know online, record on, via the phone, however they're doing their recordings. And... Do their bull sessions in person, which is fine. That's right, because that's how this started. That's right. Yeah. We we just decided let's take it a little differently. Right, we'll go off in a slightly let's, better direction. Let's leap a bit and and push the bar. Well, higher. we want to make it palatable to a listener. We want listeners yeah, to enjoy. Well, it. I enjoy their 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 conversations. Don't get me wrong, uh, but it's just it's not as it's not as tight. Yeah, as we are. Yeah. So and. We came to understand later that most podcasts have a niche. Yes. Well, I think we knew that. And, and that was well. You were more familiar with the medium than than I was, and I didn't realize it was okay. okay very yeah. niche driven. Yeah. And we're not in a niche, so maybe we're running against the tide, and that's okay. We like that. We like to run against the tide. Right. Uh, standing athwart history, yelling stop, kind of thing. Exactly. Um, so maybe that doesn't make us as marketable as that classic true crime podcast, which I know are very popular, uh, and I know the or that uh, the business info what was it uh, uh, the business one you know like Coke versus Pepsi, Marvel versus DC. I can't remember the name of the podcast. Oh, I don't remember that one. Uh, uh, business Wars. That's what it is. Business Wars, and of course, I mean, there's investing podcasts. Oh, there's all sure. kinds of business and marketing and you, you know, know personal and, development. And again, comedians. It's a good way for a comedian to stay out there without. Uh, traveling or, or whatever. Right. So I know tons of comedians, Bill Burr and everybody has podcasts that, and that works. So we're doing something different, running against the stream you know, and way, trying to catch on. You know, in a way, we are doing the monthly podcast. We're just doing four of them. Yeah. <laughs> well, always staying fresh, always staying current and always having new content. That's our, that's what we do. Yeah. That's our thing. So guys, that that's, a uh, nice kind of ribbon on it there. Yeah. That was a fun, fun yeah, retrospective. That's right, yes. Kind of that here's who we are kind of thing. It's much better than Star Trek's clip show from the second season, Next Generation. Yes, which we, we were aspiring to beat that. And I think we've done yes. very well. Well, we talked about having some, uh, you know, we want to play some clips, but we don't need that. We no, don't need that. That's right. We you can go listen that. to that. Yeah. Um, the future. Yes. Where, what does it hold? What are we doing next in the future? I mean, we've, we've now morphed into also having a website, a blog. Yes. Snakesnodders.com. Which uh, I can't believe we didn't go ahead and do that sooner. But, uh, so, and, and kudos to you guys for keeping the content going. I know I am the, the redheaded stepchild of content when it comes to the blog. You know, and I keep telling you this, you're a very good writer. Absolutely. Thank you, you need yes. to be on there I know. supplementing... What we're doing because your writing is really good. Very much so. Um, so get on there and do some stuff. Um, but you, I mean, again, you see this whole other side uh, because sometimes the content's tied to the episodes and 
Sometimes it isn't, and sometimes it shouldn't be, but is. <laughs> sometimes, well, sometimes Martin makes a really strained connection to. <laughs> but that's okay. There's nothing wrong with promoting ep- past episodes. Yeah, yeah, we blog. do that. We do that regularly. Not all. I am less likely to do that. I, I admit, uh, mainly because I am less likely to revisit uh, content that yeah. we've already right. done. And just as a good example of this, I don't listen to all of the episodes after we've done them. Now I made it a concerted effort because you guys kept talking about it. I around halfway halfway through our run, I think I listened to the first fifty or sixty in a row, mm-hmm. uh, not like all in one sitting, uh, but over the course of many weeks. And you know, I'm about at that point, so I'm like a year ago now. Mm-hmm. I'm a year well, behind. It's how we keep getting better. That's why I listen um, to them. To make well, sure. yeah, and I, that I was do. one of the things. Wanna... Listening to them, yeah. all in a row, gave me notes. Mm-hmm. And before we did some recording at the old studio M, we talked about those. Because they're more evident when you listen to them back to back. And we all got markedly better after that session because we all talked about what we were doing that we needed to stop and things we needed to do instead. Mm-hmm. And so that was a good thing. Sure. But, you know, for me, I'm just less likely to. And that, But that's just me, you know. Because, I mean, I don't have time to do the stuff I need to do now, much less spend it on stuff I've already done. Yeah. And so that, But that's just me. And I probably spend more time in the car yes. than you guys. I, not that I frequently travel for work, but occasionally I do have to travel for work, so that's one of my things. And you have com- you have commuted back and forth to work probably more than than in the Francis last year. And I, have. Yeah. and I don't commute at all. I will probably, as long as I'm at my current job, almost never commute back to the office. I don't anticipate ever going back to the office. Yeah. So my commute, you know, it's it's two minutes from upstairs downstairs. You know, maybe a little longer than that as I stop to get a coffee. So yeah, <laughs> but I have to do support in some other cities and take yeah. equipment out. Uh, just finished a run to another city and listened to our newest episode. Uh, so yeah, that's, I, I do that and again that idea of how what do we need to do to get better? What should we have said? And one of our features that we like to do is if we catch ourselves in something wrong, we'll correct, we correct it. it. Yeah, we will. So, uh, you know, every once in a while I'll catch one of those things and then we'll bring and correct that. But other, you know, future things, again, we have, what, another year and a half at least? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, we're, yeah, we're, we're almost 20, 2022 is pretty much mapped. Uh, there's a little, there's a few things missing uh, at the end. Uh, uh, with regards to uh, the hi- history, seems to be where we do our our series. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we're, we're doing World War II this year, and that's pretty much to the end. With, like I say, with yeah. a few breaks, uh, we we try and tie in a little bit to the month. If there's something that's going on in a given month, we'll try to work on that. Uh, we're going to go back. We're going to go back to the Middle Ages uh, early next year. We're going to talk about the Crusades, the Norman Conquest, the Knights of Templar. Ooh, Norman Conquest yeah, is going to be good. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're, we haven't because we left a lot of that ancient history. I mean, we did Rome, but between there, we right, haven't we, done a lot. We skipped a huge amount of history. Yeah, so this will fill in a little bit of that. And we're also going to talk about, and this, is, this was Martin's idea. I guess it was kind of all our ideas. Talking about the various peace treaties there's a four episode series we're doing next year about the various peace treaties that changed the world uh throughout from 1648 1815 1919 yeah all that sort of stuff we're going to do a series on those which is really we're going to tie in history and philosophy 
really together. That, that connection you're talking about, how yeah. philosophy informs history, it's going to be explicit in those episodes there. And we're also going to talk about, uh, we're going to do an American Revolution series later on. Uh, oh, we're cool. also going to talk about those. Long overdue. Yeah. Uh, uh, we're gonna the, the the people you should know is kind of where we're gonna end up. We're still dickering around with the title. Yeah, we, we haven't really we haven't something really figured that just grabs us like our heroes yeah. or code of uh, honor. But it's gonna morph into that. We're gonna talk about those philosophers. We're gonna talk about Thomas Hobbes, David Hume, uh, and, and all that sort of stuff next next year. So we've got a lot of really great things on the board. And I haven't even talked pop culture. Man, we're just gonna surprise people. All well, the and it's not that. just that we've planned out the show. You know, we've we've it started out I think somewhat jokingly, but you know I I think I'm the one really ran with this idea. We need to expand our presence into other places. That's right. So that's why I'm adamant that we need to go the book route, get yeah. some stuff up on Amazon. You know, we we've we did a huge push as we often do, and then let it sit for a while uh, last year, and we transcribed uh, yeah. the vast majority of the episodes. I'm I'm behind. With quite a few, but we have so much content in, in what we've transcribed. Yeah, I think we transcribed about eighty episodes, or right. something Like that, and I, I think I've loaded them up to the Google Drive, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So are. we need to uh, go through those. I think even divide them out into their various categories. So right. a lot so of that we can work put is together. Done. Yeah, and we can put those together, and with just a little bit of editing. Oh, I think something. there's a lot of editing because the transcription. <laughs> the optimist well, in me, yes. Well. Because I've seen the transcriptions. Yeah. The transcriptions are not as good at recognizing the differing speakers because our voices are, while not the same, they're similar enough often that it doesn't catch the difference in who's speaking or if there's a not enough of a pause between. And so there's a lot of cleanup in that. But it's not. I don't want the books to just be a transcription of the episodes. Oh, agreed. Yeah. I want to take those, maybe even reorganize them or expand whatever we need to do because I think I think there's some fun stuff there. Very much so. Yeah. You know? Interesting. And Interesting. I think that's a way to help expand our presence. You know, we've talked about the merchandise. You guys are wearing your merch. That's uh, correct. I uh, did not. My T-shirt is in the the uh, the laundry, so I ended up well, not wearing mine. A, well, yeah, Mrs. Francis this morning, as she as she saw Martin come in and next to me, she says, "Oh, aren't you called too cute?" Twins. Yes. She, yeah, she commented to me that she's, "Are you wearing your T-shirt?" Yeah, I was that's like, right. Well, yeah, I've got a T-shirt on underneath this. Yeah, she was expecting us to be triplets because she yes. thought we'd be. She so said they'll cute. be so disappointed. <laughs> that's <laughs> well, I said, well, they'll get over it. It's good the laundry. Yeah, that's right. But you know, the merch is is kind of seeping in because mm-hmm. uh, Bjorn has merch and wears right. it on campus. Right. You know, we wore it on our trip, and people asked about it. Mm-hmm. People asked That's about correct. It. Yes, uh, it's, it's been it's really, really good. M- Mrs. Robert has uh, her T-shirt and her uh, hoodie, and uh, that she has yet to wear. We're working on coffee mugs because we've had some requests for those. So uh, that's yeah. that's. Coming I think hats. Are, hats are, hats are, are, are definitely on on the list as well. That's right. So, but you know, incremental steps to take over the world. Exactly. Yeah, we'll get there. world domination is coming. It's just you know we're not in any hurry. <laughs> You know, it makes us. Di- that's why we're, we're benevolent dictators. We're not in any hurry. We're not sorry, in any hurry. Right. The ones you have to worry about are the ones that are in a hurry to conquer the world. You know, they're the ones that turn into Doctor Doom. Exactly. Oh, which was another one of my favorite episodes. Thank <laughs> yes. you very much. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But but my point though about you know expanding again, it's it's a way for us to not just have more fun with this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, because it, we talked about it early on. The whole point of snakes and otters, you know, the the pointless discussion of eternal questions is that, one, it's not pointless, but these are things that are sorely lacking in society. It's absent. 
Yes. Yes. There is a, a dearth of convivial discussion of these eternal questions. Because we have lamented often the the lack of uh, the, 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 the salon, uh, as yeah. it were. Yeah. The, the salon being round the, table. Yes, right. The inklings. All the where rest. intellectuals, people of like-mindedness, and those not like-minded mm-hmm. would get together and discuss the issues of the day. Now, granted, the salons of the day of the 16, 17, 1800s, they did that because that's the only way you could do it. Yeah. You know, you could write letters to one another, but that took forever. If you can get them all together in a single room, you can advance the discussion. Now we have to do that on the Internet, and as we have found out, the Internet is a poor substitute. It's often a wasteland. Yeah. Well, it, it allows you to take a swing in private. And we used to exactly. think privacy was a good thing, but when you use it as a screen to just swing wildly at stuff... Bad behavior. It... it it lessens the quality of our intellectual lives. Right. It's an excuse to be a jerk. Yeah. Yeah. Mean. Mean spiritedness. Yeah. It lets you do things you wouldn't normally do. If you can't say it face to face, it's not worth saying. And if you would say some stuff face to face that you say, then you're an even bigger a hole than than you know you're making yourself out to be. Yeah. Uh, which unfortunately, I think a lot of people would say some of this. It's kind of the point where a lot of what passes as discourse people would say face to face well i like your word of convivial oh, that's, yes. that's a very very convivial, that, that lays it out very convivial well. that's discourse doing. that's right, right. I, yeah. I saw convivial discourse open for uh marilyn manson in 98 <laughs> <laughs> you use that all the time we <laughs> come up with some different ideas what that's, was it that you said to me totally stolen from the internet uh oh. but there's lots of people that do that you'll you they'll take that phrase that somebody else says and and then you say, I saw them open for. And usually it's better. The, the second band that you mentioned has to be real for right, it to work. Right, And, it's and it, be... the more obscure that band is, like L7 or uh, Psychedelic Fur. I mean, somebody that's, well, Psychedelic Furs aren't obscure, but just somebody that's, you know, you don't say I saw them open for Bruce Springsteen. You got to you gotta right. find a band that is a little out well, of the yeah, way. Yeah, you used that on one of my, one of the the uh, postings that I did. What was it? It was Hamburger Monogamy. That, that you said, yeah, yeah. I thought, thought that they opened, saw them open for Marilyn Manson. I'm saying, well, you know, I'm thinking, and I had to look it up. I said, wait a minute, is there such a thing here? Because I thought it was a pretty good idea of mine, and it was. Well, you know, some of the, that, that's a, those are great band names. You know? yeah, Ham, yeah. Hamburger Monogamy. I like that, yeah. I mean, it's probably yeah. too many syllables for most DJs, but, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you, you grab one of those phrases, you say, I saw them open for, you say a real band, and if you can, try to make it tie. Yeah. You know, you try to, if, if the phrase is really outlandish or sexual or something like that, then you tie in something really, you know. Outlandish or you, sexual. You, yeah. yeah, you tie in Motorhead or you tie in Marilyn Manson or something really strange. And and then, you know, the capper is if you want to throw in a, and the sound mix was really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, no, it was a great show. Too bad the bass player's dead. All right. You know, or, or the drummer. Like the drummer spontaneously combusted. If you could throw in that. That kind of a joke where yeah, you're right, you're like wit. You're on, you're on the, your game today, Mr. Martin. So, that's for sure. All right, well, fellas, that's pretty good. That is there any other things we want to talk about for our hundredth episode? And I think hope we, we haven't bored everybody no, yet. No, no, I, th- I think we've we've still hit the uh, eternal side. 
Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, it was a good tenor. We didn't. We weren't too self-congratulatory there. Oh, I yeah, think. we we can it. get that way. We, especially at the end of a code of honor. Yeah, uh, we tend to, to to blow smoke up our own rear end sometimes, but that's okay. You that's know, fun. by then people have probably stopped listening. Yeah, but that's that's uh, you know we're hoping that yes, this leads somewhere. But even if it doesn't, we're gonna keep doing it because it's fun. Well, we it's love the doing. It. The doing. It's the doing. To go back to where you started us. It's right. the doing. Yes. Well, you know, and I think I've said this before, and, and maybe we'll close out with this just so we don't keep going, but it's not just the being. It, 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 it's being, doing, and having. You know, it's not because you were talking about, we talk about it, but we also have to do it. But it, it, there's the being aspect of that as well. Mm-hmm. And I think that comes through. We are we are genuine. We are authentic in who we are. We are not uh, putting on I me. Mean, other than using nom de pods. We are not anybody other than who we are. That's right. When we leave the studio, yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah. So, but we are. I think we are truly Renaissance men in that way, in that we are. We have interests that are varied, and we are willing to 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 entertain all ideas. Now, we may think your ideas are full of crap, and you know, shoot them down pretty quickly. But we'll listen. You make your argument. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know. Be, do, have. those. It, it's all together. Yeah, I think I phrased it one time before as it, you know, talk without action is impotence and action without talking is savagery. Yes. Yeah, something yes. like that. So yeah. without, without a purpose, you know, it's savagery. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that a Code of Honor episode? Did you use that? No, but it's we've we've Could have you, been. you've spoken it many times. Yeah, episodes. I think I've said it one in one of the other episodes in it phrased it and formulated it in that way. Uh, it might have been a code of honor because again, a lot of my quotes tie into those ideas of okay, that's that's talk is incomplete. Move to action. How do we do and how do we move to action without fear? Right. That's one of my things too. Being an introvert is this is a way of overcoming being an introvert and speaking and, and being out there. So we're hoping this turns into something. It'd be nice if it were financially re- remunerative. <laughs> Remuner- I can't even pronounce You're good. it. Remun- yeah, remunerative. Remuneration. Remun- you know. Yeah. Financially successful. If it were financially successful. Rewarding. Rewarding. That would be awesome. Yeah. Hint, hint, bourbon makers. We could use a sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. Always could use a sponsor. You know... We could also do what uh, some podcasts that I've been listening to, uh, they have taken their show, and these guys are philosophers, and they're speaking to literally thousands of people, which just blows my mind, mm-hmm. and take our show on the road, and you know, do a code of honor or whatever, and then do Q&A with the, with the crowd, you know? Oh, wouldn't that be, yeah. We'll have to do a live episode, yes. Yeah, I mean, that audience. would be awesome. Live in front of a studio audience. It's sad. So maybe we, maybe the future even holds Snakes and Otters TV. That's right. So so the future is wide open. Go to snakesandotters.com, see our posts. and uh, See us on Twitter at Snakes and Otters Podcast, uh, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. If you can't search Snakes and Otters, you'll almost always find us. There, I did search Snakes and Otters somewhere, and something else came up. But it was literally about the animals. And it's like, right. really? How do you put those animals together? Here we Without thought, it being something like this. Yeah, here we thought we had something nobody else would have. Well, I think there was only like one other thing, and it was they had like one entry in it. So Okay, know, so, we're good then. Yeah. You'll find yeah. us. All right. 
So that was a good ninety-minute ramble. I always like. Oh to my let, gosh! I let the hoopa jubes go a little longer. The fellas chastised me for that because we most well, episodes. I think a hoopa jube can. Yeah, we want to try to keep about forty-five to sixty, but hoopa jubes I always let ramble. But Francis, next time, buddy. Pop culture, something totally different, guys. You know, you and now for something completely different. That's exactly right. Uh, we normally talk, you know. Either movies or TV shows, or some, and we got music coming up. We're going to talk about some of that. We've not done that yet. Or comics. But, or comics, that's right. Uh, we're going to talk about actual local uh, pop culture, the Derby. But it's still national. It's still national. It's international, actually. Yeah. yeah. It's well known, but it just so happens it's in our wheelhouse. That's Kentucky Derby, people, not Florida Derby or was Epsom it the, Derby. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, so not, not Derby over in, in across the pond or any of that sort of stuff like that. No, the Kentucky Derby. I mean, we you first fig- Saturday in May. First Saturday in May. You fig- except last year for the pandemic, but we won't. We'll talk about that. Yes, next that episode. was a horrible, horrible experience to not have Derby on. On derby the first day. yeah, but weird, it's, it's, it's yeah, right. It's We're going to talk all about that. Uh, we've all lived through it our entire lives, so we've got a whole lot of experience with it, and just kind of. What it means to be a local, and what does that look like outside? We're going to talk all about that next episode, so please join us. Hope you enjoyed another pointless discussion of eternal questions. Remember, new episodes publish every Friday at noon Eastern. Spread the word. We're on all the major podcast platforms. And leave us a comment or review, because that helps others find us. We're on Instagram, Twitter, as well as our website, snakesandotters.com. I'm Martin. And I'm Robert. And I'm Francis. Join us next week, same snake time, same otter channel.